0: filled with all the meat that you want. The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show final hour live
1: from Miami. On the air. Almost over. Almost over. It's sad and joyous all at once. We got Gronk Saturday tomorrow. Gronk Beach. Can't wait, dude. I know. I can't wait. There's going (laughs) to be so much ecstasy. I'm not going to do it. That'd I mean, be a lot of it going around. Yeah, I mean, if it accidentally falls in my mouth, who am I to complain? It's Gronk Beach. What the hell? Party this is... up, bitches.
0: <laughs> this show where your mom listens and you should do. Yeah, your mom should hear that.
1: Uh, it's brought to you by FoxBet. <laughs> Make
0: the call. Download the app today. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Just got this DM from Vinnie Iyer. Who is supposed to join us in about 18 minutes. Sorry for late notice, but might have a conflict. I will keep you posted. I mean, you got a conflict or you don't have a conflict? We got bumped. We did. We got bumped. And you want to know why? I'm telling you, we got bumped right now. And you you want to know why? Why? Another interview on the ground in Miami.
1: He's in this room. He's in this room. That son of a...
0: I think I know what happened here. I'm going to find him. Go get Vinny Iyer. I'm
1: ruining that interview. Dude, go bomb that shit. <laughs> go bomb the hell out of that
0: interview. Go bomb it, man. Get up at Vinny Iyer. You get your ass on the Crowley show, man.
1: Vinny Iyer, paging Vinny Iyer. You, Vinnie? We're over here.
0: I think I know what happened, though. The I mean, bus. He's totally big timing us, though. I mean, there's no question about that. But I think it's because I said, hey, we'll call you. I didn't know Vinny was here. I just like Vinny and like his work. It was like, hey, man, you should come on the show. I guess I should have assumed. I said, we'll do a phoner. And he's like, okay, and then now he's on the ground. He must not think we're on the ground. I didn't do a good enough job. That's Vinny's fault.
1: Totally blame him not, Vinny. No, that's not on you, man. Don't you don't you put that evil on you? You put that evil on IRE.
0: Transparency also being the number one virtue of the Crowley Show. This cracks me up. I asked him today to join the show, and he is V I N N I E. And whenever I texted him, it was V-I-N-N-Y. Oh, and he that's... still said yes, but that is such an unprofessional look.
1: Yeah, that's that's a bad deal. A lot of ire coming from Vinny. A lot of ire <laughs> coming from Vinny. But you spelled ire right. And wait <laughs> a second.
0: That? Cross-checking. Hey, uh, got the ire right. Got okay. the ire right.
1: Dude, this is cool, though. This is kind of our Super Bowl experience in a nutshell we're like the uh we're like the stinky kids here except the other everybody in this room stinks we actually don't smell but we're like the stinky kids no one really wants to hang out with us they're like we're not sure what those guys are doing they, they're kind of loud sometimes they do weird stuff taking weird videos doing all kinds of dumb things like so we we don't fit in well here but i kind of like it like that in
0: every group there's an outcast if you've got a friend group there's always the one person you make fun of If you got a family, there's always the one uncle that you make fun of. We are that to Radio Row.
1: Yeah, except we're cool. Like, it's it's some kind of bizarre universe where they're wrong. We are misunderstood.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just because we will not conform and do things the way that you want us to do things doesn't make us any less cool. According to us,
1: we're the only two cool people in the room. And shirtless Tom, wherever the hell he is. And I'd say in the room. I don't know. I can't say that because I don't see him in the room. Wandering about
0: somewhere in Miami. That much we know. He's in Miami. Although, I guess there's the chance he could have gotten on a
1: raft and then went to Cuba. Oh, dude, last night, so I'm on the balcony. And I'm sitting there and I'm just vaping a little bit, looking down. And I see this, like, streak go across the parking lot. And it's Tom. Not naked, just shirtless, just running across the parking lot. I don't even know where he went. He just ended up, just went into the trees, and he was gone. I was like, where the hell is he going? He's one of the few people in
0: Miami that, in the middle of the dark-ish, you can see streak across a parking lot because, well, he still, despite having been here now for three days, does not have a tan. In fact, I think that shirtless Tom actually got whiter since arriving here.
1: In Miami. Can't may, explain it. He may have. I, I don't know what's going on with that guy. That, that might not be skin. That's why. Huh. I don't know. I'm having my hunches. You know?
0: Rosenbag,
1: He was out there <laughs> pitching, maybe. Yeah, he mm. might have been pitching a little bit. Could be Anthrax.
0: <laughs> Throwing some heaters. What are you up to? <laughs> the Penguins and Flyers play tonight a long way from here in Pittsburgh. And while it may be Radio Row for us, I know what you people back in Pittsburgh are interested in. And the last time these two teams played, it was Ass. It was as bad as the Penguins have really looked all season long. There's three games where they were bad the and didn't have the appropriate effort. It was the game on Black Friday against the Columbus Blue Jackets. It was the first game of the season inexplicably against the Buffalo Sabres. And then it was the game right before the break against the Philadelphia Flyers where... They didn't play within their structure well enough. They didn't create much of anything offensively. They just didn't have their typical tenacity that we're used to seeing the Penguins play with this season. So I think natural instinct would tell you, Penguins fans, the Penguins are going to bounce back tonight. They're going to want to beat their rival, and they're going to want to make a statement. I do think the Penguins are going to bounce back. I do think the Penguins are going to win. But I don't know if the statement is going to be about the Philadelphia Flyers. And I don't think that the statement is going to be about what happened the last time out. I think these Penguins know that this is a special team. And they understand the opportunity that presents itself in the final 32 games of the regular season. Sidney Crosby talked about that. Chris Letang talked about that. Patrick Hornquist talked about that. Jared McCann talked about that. All of these guys said in the dressing room yesterday or this morning, we're focusing on finishing strong, we're focusing on doing things the right way, and we're focusing on playing our best hockey as we get into the playoffs. And it sounds so much like Mike Sullivan. Mike Sullivan, at different points of his Penguins tenure, has talked about the opportunity and how you've got to go out there and seize it. Much like Herb Brooks, you got to go out there and you got to seize the opportunity. And he talked about it in Game 6 against the Washington Capitals back in 2016. In overtime, Penguins had played like absolute pee-in-a-cup down the stretch. They're shooting pucks over the boards. They're allowing five-on-three in power play goals. They regroup in the locker room. Mike Sullivan said, don't worry about what just happened. Get your shiz settled. If you score the next goal, you win the series. It's about the opportunity we have ahead of us. Same thing, Game 7, overtime against the Ottawa Senators. Same thing, Game 7, against the Washington Capitals in 2017. Forget about the last two games. Play this Game 7 like it means exactly what it means. You beat this team. None of the other crap matters. Blowing a 3-1 series lead, none of that matters. What matters is if you win tonight, you win the series. What happened for the Penguins in the first quote-unquote half of this season, the first 50 games, throw it out the window. It was great. Throw it out the window and focus now on being the best hockey team you can be every night and for 30 games playing the kind of hockey you need to play to win a Game 7 in the postseason. And I think the Penguins have bought into that. And it's such a contrast to the Penguins that we saw last year. And I asked Josh Getzoff about this earlier on in the program. Was it getting humbled by the Islanders? Is it just the infusion of different talent this year? It's probably both of those things. But It was very Pittsburgh Steelers-like in their approach in the dressing room these last couple of days for the Penguins. Where they are echoing everything that their coach has been preaching to them. And the Steelers do that all the time. Next man up. Standard is the standard. You start to believe those things. And you start to become that message. We're seeing it now with these Pittsburgh Penguins that they're hearing what the coach has to say, they're buying into what the coach has to say, and I think they know how good this team is. And that's the most important thing, knowing how good these Penguins are. Patrick Hornquist has been through it. Chris Letang has been through it. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, the list goes on. Matt Murray, they all know what championship caliber looks like. I feel like last year in the hashtag shirtless Tom march of the Penguins, We talked ourselves into why the Penguins could play themselves into contender status. This year's team already is contender status. It's about playing the same way consistently now the rest of the way. When Crosby talks about the opportunity, when Chris Letang says he's excited about being with the guys again because they know how good this team could be, I believe it. So if they beat the Flyers tonight... Yeah, Crosby hates them. Yeah, you hate them. Yeah, it's probably going to be a jacked-up barn where they're going to be wearing their white jerseys at home for the first time in a long time. And yeah, it's about Philly and all the hate. It's also about we've got to be the best hockey team that we can be. Forget who you're playing against. Forget them. They're the nameless gray faces, as Mike Tomlin would say. Go out there and execute our system. And there's not a team in hockey that Mike Sullivan believes is going to beat the Penguins if they are on their P's and Q's, if they're crossing the T's and dotting the I's. My God, all the cliches just came out there. Jim Rutherford also spoke yesterday, talked about Matt Murray and Tristan Jari in the offseason, and he made it clear yesterday that it's going to be difficult to keep both guys. He said, not impossible, but difficult. Yeah, going to go out on a limb and say it's virtually impossible. $3.5 $3.5 million is probably what it's going to cost, according to Rob Rossi, to keep Tristan Jarre on his RFA deal. And then Matt Murray, franchise goalie, free agent market, probably going to take about 6 or $7 million from Matt Murray on a long-term deal to keep that guy around. You can't keep two goalies for ten mil. You can't. The salary cap's $81 million. It's probably going to go up a little bit, but... You can't keep two goalies at 12% of your salary cap. And then if you consider Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin, and you put them with the goalies, those five players, it's 44% of the cap. If you take Jake Gensel and you throw him in there, now you're talking about like $40 million. It's just not feasible. So one of those two guys is going to go. Do you go with the young cheap guy? In Tristan Jari, who has a ton of upside and can be number one goalie in this league, or do you go with the guy who's done it before? I think it's fascinating. Now, Penguins don't want to get too far ahead of themselves. I probably shouldn't either, as the Penguins are trying to be a Stanley Cup-caliber hockey team. Doesn't make it any less interesting for me. Look at this son of a bitch. Look at this piece of trash. Look at this jack wagon. Wow. Is this mic on? Am mic
1: working? They're They're turning, hit hit the
2: there body. it is. There there
1: it is. Right? What's
0: up,
2: boys? I'm great. I'm a little depressed that we're leaving, but where the hell were you guys this afternoon?
0: Doing this radio show. What
2: do you mean doing this radio show? 5.15, we were swimming with the Dolphins. I tried to hold the boat back as long as I could, but by 5.30, they were like, we got to go out. And I was like, look, whatever. They must have got."
1: Tom, you texted me and told me you couldn't make it to the show early, meaning 4 o'clock when it started and that you were going to swim with the dolphins. Right, that was wasn't, gra- that wasn't an invite. I'm
2: glad that you asked me how it went because it was awesome. It was really a life-changing experience for me with these dolphins, and they're really a majestic animal. little grabby, though, i got to be honest with you. They were a little, I don't know if you want to say handsy. I think flippery is the right word there. But, yeah, they were a little uh, flippery with me. They're, they're an interesting species, those dolphins, but I had a lot of fun. You guys should have been there. Again, I tried to hold the boat back for you guys, but you just didn't want to show up, I guess.
0: You did clear something up just there, though. We were confused as to whether you were swimming with Dolphins, the sea mammal, yeah. or Dolphins, the football team. Wow. I
2: would have loved to swim with the Dolphins football team, too, but no. Unfortunately, it was the Dolphins, the sea mammal. Hence the, word, the reason why I said they're flippery. they flippers. Dolphins yes, are flippers.
0: That is why you cleared it up. That's how they swim. That's exactly what I'm telling flippers, you. flippers,
2: and then they use their tail as kind of like an up-and-down motion, and they propel themselves through the water. We learned all about this by uh, Captain Jim on the boat.
0: I'm going to tweet it out, I think. More fun to swim with Flipper or more fun to swim with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I wish
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick was there. Although Captain Jim did have a pretty impressive beard. It could have been Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, as a little uh, moonlighting gig as being the captain of the uh, Swimming with the Dolphins boat. You having a good time down I'm here? Having Tom. a great time down here. I'm really a little depressed that we got to leave tomorrow. Are we sure we have to leave tomorrow? Can we push the flight back? Well, I mean, do you, have you haven't hung. With, you like, haven't
1: hung with us at all. So we uh, haven't hung with you guys at all. You're welcome. I mean, you're welcome to stay as long as you want. <laughs> I, I guess. I've been inviting you guys to every single
2: place. Club Live last night. I was like, where are the. To my best friends, at. they're nowhere to be found. And I've made a bunch of new friends at the club, but still, I wish you guys were there. And then today, with swimming with the dolphins, you're nowhere to be found there either. I haven't seen you on the beach when I'm out at the beach. It's ridiculous. You guys just want to stay in the hotel room, I
1: guess, and do nothing. Well, are you at least going to go to Gronk Beach with us tomorrow? Are we going to Gronk Beach tomorrow? Of course fly- we are. I thought the flight was tomorrow. I thought we were leaving Not tomorrow. until after. We're leaving yeah, after. That's right late after night. Gronk- the flight's late. Red Eye, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. baby. We're
2: leaving after Gronk Beach. Okay, going there, yeah. there is no yeah. leaving after Gronk Beach, my friends. Okay. <laughs> once you start at Gronk Beach, you're, you're there for a couple days at least, right? <laughs> The cat sat on the Bronx Beach is going to be running to after the Super Bowl. I'm thinking next Wednesday when that thing will wrap up.
0: I think I figured it out here. Tom is having so much fun because he spent so little time around the cesspool that is Radio Row. You think that's what it is? He has avoided Radio Row at all costs, and because of that, he's actually able to enjoy Miami for what is it, what it actually is. And you know what? It sucks because we wanted you to be a part of the show for three hours every single day, but I'm kind of happy that you're having fun. It's then. weird that you say that about me
2: because my favorite time on the trip in Miami has been this short moments I spent on Radio Row. This- this place is amazing. There's celebrities running around like crazy. There's all these important figures in sports. There's food everywhere. It's great. What do you mean? There's so many people around here. How could you hate this part?
1: Did you happen to see Little Nas X? Little
2: Nas X little is here. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen him, but I'm making a plan to see him at least later tonight. Maybe he'll be a Club Live when I go back. You not hanging with us tonight? Wait, are you guys coming out with me and Little Nas X? The club live. We're gonna be there. We got bottle service. I'm, a little, and, out, I'm a little burnt tired. out. Be honest. It'll What have you been doing? You've been doing nothing. You've been sitting here doing a stupid show and then going back to the hotel room and falling asleep.
1: Been a good show. We've been having fun on the show, Tom. Rob Rossi. A great time Rossi. on Would the show. Would you let me give the tease? We're a Great time on the show. he's back in. off. Tease away. Rob Rossi
0: wrote that the Penguins might not be able to acquire Chris Kreider, the crown jewel for me, in this trade deadline frenzy. I'll tell you why I think they actually probably will be able to acquire Chris Kreider. That's next. Tom F. Off. It's the Crowley Show live from Miami. Brought to you by Fox. But make the call. Download the app today. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. in Pittsburgh.
1: Join Robert Morris University's men's hockey head coach, Derek Schooley, Tuesday nights at 7 for the Derek Schooley Show, broadcasting live from All-Star Sports Grill and Bar in Robinson on Pittsburgh's ESPN and on iHeartRadio, keyword RMU. Presented by UPMC Sports Medicine. A the
2: thing. They don't really care about hockey as much down here, honestly, in, my, in Miami. They I don't. thought it was honestly even a thing. Well, I'm a little excited for mm-hmm. the Penguins to play. you think we'll be able to watch mm-hmm. that game now? you think they'll put it on the TV for me out at the club? No. no ah. we, we
1: can talk now. <laughs> ah.
2: I really hope they can put it on the TV for me. Maybe if I have a little, little Nas X in my corner, I can get a little pool there. I think he's a hockey fan. I've seen yep. him in a couple hockey jerseys before. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a Leafs guy.
0: This is where Steelers need to its flag. Your home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done, obviously. sir. Can I place an order for pickup, please? Everything's done at the window, sir. At the window? Yes, sir. It's fast food service. That's funny. I thought the flyer's window closed. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh.
1: Bradshaw, you ass kissing wuss. Your brain fell out with your hair, (laughs) chicken. Why don't you bite
0: my angry rebel? Gonna get into the Super Bowl here live at Radio Row in Miami. But first, the trade deadline. Quickly approaching in the National Hockey League Less than a month away And as Jim Rutherford acts You don't typically see the Penguins Wait until the deadline to make a move To get something done The guy that I've been clamoring for Is Chris Kreider There's no term left on his contract You think that would make him easier to acquire Than a guy like Jason Zucker Though I would like to see him Well, Rob Rossi wrote in The Athletic That perhaps the Penguins wouldn't be able to get Kreider because the Rangers will look at the Penguins as having too low of a first-round pick. But isn't that going to be the case with any of the teams that would be trading for him? If Boston trades for Chris Kreider, you're going to look at them as a Stanley Cup contender. If you don't already, they are. St. Louis, they've been rumored looking for a forward. Colorado, adding to their embarrassment of riches. Any of those clubs already has a legitimate chance to win the Stanley Cup? Acquiring Chris Kreider then even gives them more of an opportunity to win the Stanley Cup. So I don't think that where the first round pick is going to be located is going to have anything to do with where Chris Kreider gets traded. I think you just need a first round pick, first of all. And then what's going to make the difference in whether or not you get this guy is how good your kicker going to be. How good is the sweetener going to be? Is your prospect that you are offering better than the prospect that the Bruins are offering? That's the question. I don't think the first round pick has anything to do with it. And It's not like the Penguins have a great group of prospects right now. But could their numero uno prospect, could one of their top three or four prospects be good enough to get this thing done? We shall see, but I don't think the first round pick precludes them in any way, shape, or form from getting Chris Kreider. We have been skipped over by Vinny Iyer of sports whatever, doesn't matter, FM. What a, yeah, what a jerk. Dick. Lebeau. Uh, he's such a dick. Butkus. It's just, you know what? You're going to come to Radio Row, and this guy's going to go on a different show on Radio Row. Here's my biggest problem. You know what it is? What's your biggest problem? My biggest problem is this. Tell me. Shirtless Tom. Tell I'm going now. to tell you. Tell now. When you make a commitment with someone, you can't then come back and say... I'm sorry, I've got a conflict, something else I'm going to be doing on Radio Row. What you do to
1: those people is... That would be, I'm sorry, I have a conflict with something else. We would be the conflict, we are the that conflict. they can't do
0: that show with, We yeah. are the conflict.
1: Bob Menery, by the way,
0: the guy who does the Buffalo Wild Wing stuff, the whack job who does the play-by-play voiceovers on the internet, twitter.com, he might be joining us next week, not here in Miami. I don't know if I'm as interested not in Super Bowl week, but that guy kind of skirted me, too. Getting skipped left and right here in the crowd. No love here. I like it, though. I like it. I do. You like it?
2: I, I actually do, Tom. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm with Crowley. Nothing is worse than when somebody says, yeah, I'm going to be there at a certain time, a certain place. They make a hard oh, commitment, no, no, and no. then they're either yeah. late or they just skip out. Not that. Out. that, I that don't... makes
1: me so mad when that Tom, happens. Tom, I don't like that part. The part I like is that we don't fit in with anybody here. What? That's the part I like. I feel like I fit in with everybody I here. hate that the part. My best friend this week. Well, but... you are Miami, my friend. You you seem to embody what this you. city, city is all about Pop at least the top, in
0: shirtless. 1984. Let's get into the Super Bowl, gentlemen.
1: Uh, Are we getting the, in? here, I, I
0: want to dive in. Yes, head first. first. We haven't until just now, really. I mean, we've we've got a couple of guests, radio row. We got a Super Bowl a little bit. We really haven't gotten in head first in this Save thing the best yet. For last. Transparency being the number one virtue of the Crowley Show. Didn't know if I should say dive or dive. We haven't dived in. We didn't dive we in. We, we dove, in. dove in. We, we dove, dove in. Did we dove in. We dove in. We're about to dove in. Okay, let's dove in right now. <laughs> right now. I love Patrick Mahomes. I want to see Andy Reid win. I like the idea of Patrick Mahomes getting credit for being the great player and not having to be the guy who can't win the big game. I like the idea of people actually understanding that Andy Reid is, I think, maybe one of the all-time better coaches in football if he wins this game. I can't stand the narrative. Can't win a big game, can't win a big game, can't win a big game. They're playing a team that I think's better than them. I think the San Francisco 49ers are a better, deeper football team. Uh, They can come at you with the pass rush. They can run the football. They can throw the football. Their secondary isn't great, but it's also pretty good. Kansas City's defense isn't great. You can run on those guys. Play action, I think, is going to be a problem for them. I think that San Fran's got the better team, but I want the Kansas City Chiefs to win. You mean a Chiefs fan this week? I mean, I'm not a
2: Chiefs fan. You it, sound like a Chiefs fan in this game. I can't blame you, man. I met Patrick Mahomes at Ruby Tuesdays down here at like 3 in the morning yesterday. We had a couple steaks, put some ketchup on the steaks. It was great. And he's telling me he really wants to win this game. Mm. That's what he said to me. He said, That's good I analysis. really want to win this game. So you got to think Patrick Mahomes is going to be hungry. And i got to be honest with you, I haven't heard from Jimmy G this week. He hasn't met up with me at all, so I can't speak the same of him. He might not want to win this game.
1: What did Patrick Mahomes eat with you? I just told
2: you, we got steaks. We put a couple ketchup on the steaks, a little asparagus on the side, some garlic mashed potatoes, cheesecake for dessert. It was a great time.
0: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes at a Ruby Tuesday. I don't believe you.
2: You don't think it was Patrick Mahomes? No, I think it was another guy. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. He was wearing a jersey, which I thought was weird at the Ruby Tuesdays, but I'm pretty sure it was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be walking around wearing
1: a Patrick Mahomes jersey. <laughs> who else
2: would be wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey in the middle of Miami? None other than Patrick Mahomes. He's playing in his He wants everybody to know who he is.
1: I mean, he makes a little sense because, of course, Patrick yes. Mahomes would be wearing a jersey. I'm not, a try- I'm not trying to help, but, I mean... It- there's a little bit of sense there. Okay.
0: I mean, I will, to Tom's point, I will say that, yes, I've never seen really Patrick Mahomes in anything other than a jersey.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Only you
0: for post-game press conferences. The only time he's wearing something other than a jersey. And the weirdest thing
2: was he had his helmet at his feet under the table, and I was like, Pat, what are you doing with the helmet? I don't think you're going to get hit out here. And he's like, listen, I take it everywhere with me, Tommy. I love it. He calls me Tommy.
0: Were there autographs on the helmet?
2: No, there's no autographs
0: okay. on the helmet. Right.
1: There were a couple on the jersey, though. It was and a full-size he was... helmet, not a mini one. Full-size right? helmet, okay. yep. Okay. Mini helmet,
2: come on. You're making a joke of this? I'm trying to bring some insider information. I had a, a nice late
0: dinner with Patrick Mahomes, and you're just poo-pooing me. Tom, you asked if I'm a Chiefs fan this week. No, I am a fan of anything that goes against sports media. <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of everything that goes against conventional wisdom. And Patrick Mahomes, if he loses, is the guy who can't win a Super Bowl, and if he wins, he's the greatest of all time, even though Patrick Mahomes is the same quarterback whether or not he wins this game.
2: What if Jimmy G loses the Super Bowl? Does he become a system quarterback? He can't cut it outside of the New England system. Two-time Super Bowl champion in New England, zero-time Super Bowl champion in San Francisco. There's a lot on the line on the other side of things, too,
0: my friend. I don't think Jimmy G gets the credit even if they win this football game. I think it all goes to Shanahan. It's already piling up in that direction.
2: It all goes to Shanahan or the defense? I mean, that defense is all-world, all world, buddy. I mean, the only defense that might be better is the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in my mind. I think the key to this the game... The pass defense is
0: outstanding. Number one in the league. Keys. I think the key to this game, boys, is... You got to get Patrick Mahomes flustered. That's what he said. He
2: said he really hopes he doesn't get flustered and, you know, he doesn't want to take too many hits, but he's willing to take a couple hits if that means he's going to make a play.
0: What do we think about the over under on this one?
2: Oh, it's going to be over by the halftime kidding me? What's it at, 54 right now? It sure is. <laughs> 54 is not enough. I'm serious. When I say this, I'm completely serious. A team might hit 54 by themselves in this game. It's not happening. That's yes, not happening. it is. Yes, it is. There's going to be a lot of butterflies on the defensive side of the ball, and there's a lot of speed on the offensive side. It's going to, both teams are going to go over
0: 54. Book it. Book it. I have never had a more difficult time picking a Super Bowl. I usually have a good idea. Last year, I wasn't going to go against the New England Patriots. The year before that, I wasn't going to go against the New England Patriots. I was wrong, but I didn't have a doubt in my mind that they were going to win that football game. And this year, I'm totally, totally, totally guessing. And, hey, it's sports radio, and you probably don't want to hear that, and you're listening to the show going, okay, where should I put my money? I am going to bet on the San Francisco 49ers because they're the better football team. But when you've got a quarterback as good as Patrick Mahomes, I think it's really it's really difficult to pick the game because if it's close at the end, which quarterback would you rather have? But which defense would you rather have the quarterback be playing against? I think you can make up for a myriad of flaws. And this is all kind of selling the Kansas City Chiefs short. I think they're awesome. But I just don't think they're as good as the 49ers. And I think if you've got the best player on the field, if it's the NBA... It's National Hockey League, but especially if it's in football, it's going to be tight.
2: That's why you're leaning with Raheem Mostert in the San Francisco. He's the, best, he player in the, the best player on the, the field. You guys been cut seven times. The best player on the uh, field. Excuse me, two hundred plus yards and four touchdowns the last time he was out there. I know that's a long time ago. And we've kind of forgotten what football looks like. Oh my God, I can't wait for grown men to hit each other again. But Mostert is seriously an X factor in this game. I might sprinkle a little chili cheese on him when in the MVP. The Penguins' lines
0: are out for tonight, and guess who's playing,
2: baby? Oh
0: no, more Super Bowl talk. Great. I mean, you weren't really wowing me with your Super Bowl analysis. Not a lot more. You do? You have more to yeah, give? I do. The uh, Chiefs,
2: not that good at stopping the run. They're going to need to stop the run because the Niners can run the ball really well. Honestly, in the postseason, they've had the most success running the football of any team in the history of the NFL in a minimum of two games. Over 200 yards per game.
0: I also heard this today. Yeah. I'm going to throw a little analysis on top of your analysis. Yes. They ran for seven yards a carry in the playoffs so far of the 49ers. <laughs> The first three of those yards on average are before contact. I mean, that's just a well-schemed damn offense, man. And George Kittle, he's no slouch at the run block. Who's a better tight end? I mean, give me some sports radio. Uh, I think
2: it's George Kittle, just because he's so well-rounded. He's great at run blocking. He's great uh, running routes and catching the ball. He's athletic with uh, when he has the balls in his hands. He can make people miss. He can run people over. Travis Kelsey's great, but I just don't think he's uh, as much of a pass block or excuse me, a run blocker as uh, Travis Kelsey or George Kittle.
0: Justin Schultz going to be playing for the Penguins tonight. Schultz is back. Uh, back in the lineup. Good old Jay Schultz, baby. little uh, parlay, Penguins-Niners? No. What? No, I'm not going to do what that. What do you mean? No, I'm going to bet them separately.
2: Wh- why? Why would you bet them separately if you're confident that they're both going to win?
0: Did I say I was confident in the Niners? Uh, you're betting on them. What does that mean? That means you're confident. I mean, you that, means, that means, in means the next to nothing, shirtless Tom. <laughs> Justin Schultz, we're going to start seeing how valuable he is to this Penguins defense core, too. Uh, They've missed him. They've started to slip defensively a little bit going back the last couple of weeks. I think largely because you don't have Brian Dumoulin, and you've got to have Johnson paired with Chris Letang. But I also think the depth of your lineup is sorely lacking when you have to play both Yuso Rikula and Chad Ruedel. And now you don't have to do that. Bam, hockey talk on Radio Row. We're going to wrap things up. Our official picks of the game, bitches! Plus the hottest take of the day, other crap, and three stars of the show, all next, it is ESPN Pittsburgh.
1: When it comes to employee uniforms and delivering the best value-based business solutions needs, look to the experts at Unifor.
0: Oh, no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axe off. Ah! Axe on. Oh. Axe off. Ah! He went from the bottom! Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Everybody was crazy. Final segment from Radio Row in Miami We did it, man depressing. We made our way through it's depressing What do you mean it's depressing? I could do the
2: show here for the rest of my life
1: You've been partying do- all week We've been here working
0: Oh, uh, work, schmork I mean, it's not that hard That's what you're coming at me with, work, schmork Work, schmork Schmerk. Smirk. No, it has to rhyme. Schmirk. I guess Whatever. you're right. It's no, you're, I mean, crazy. that's uh, fine. Anyway,
2: yeah. I mean, this is barely working. I'm having a great time. I mean, I've been enjoying the show all week, and I've been enjoying the Miami life.
0: I start the final segment from Super Bowl... Week at uh, Radio Row with the Penguins are wearing their whites at home tonight. It whoa, turns me on. Why? Oh, that's a great oh, that I love sexy. it. Oh, I love it. It's like the Cowboys, man. That used to be the way it was done. You wear your whites at home. It looked good. A Saturday night hockey game with the whites at home. That was my childhood, man. Love the color white. It's great. <laughs> on jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our Super Bowl picks before we get to the hottest take of the day, other crap, and three stars of the show. show. We're not going to keep track of the cumulative. That's not fair. Who
2: finished last? You did. I don't think so, buddy. I was the one that kept track of the scoreboard.
0: Tom, when you get lifted for another show and you are removed from our program, you are no longer a winner in our book. You are a loser, and you lost, (laughs) so get the hell out of here. You're not going to have to suffer the punishment. We don't have the jurisdiction over the Madden show. That's a forfeit, though.
2: Yeah, but you forfeited. You're out. Uh, I don't work on the Madden show, okay? That's that loser Tom, right? Shirtless Tom is forever a staple of the Crowley show, and therefore I think that we should do the punishment.
0: Do you have the numbers
2: off the top of your head right now? I do have the numbers off the top of my head. Let me just rack my brain real quick, find those numbers. And, wow, I'm in second place. Crowley's in first place by a game, 37-28. And and Bride's bringing up the rear. He's like eight games back. Looks like he's going to have a lot to make up for in this one game left. That puts me in second.
0: Second place. I don't understand how. I'm in second place. I farted.
1: What? Hey, we got to leave our mark before we go, right? I've been yeah. farting the whole damn time. You can't tell. I mean, I,
0: the instigators over there, they've been ripping ass. You can't tell me they've been ripping ass the entire damn radio <laughs> row experience. All right, I'll go first. All right. Because oh that's what God. we used to do before our show got uh, torn apart. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. People tune in. They want my expert analysis. And my expert analysis is they're the better football team. I don't feel confident about this. I don't at all. I think their pass rush in their running game become the difference because I think they can bleed the clock. I think they can keep Mahomes off the field. And then when Mahomes is on the field, he's going to be effective because he's Pat Mahomes and their offense is outstanding and the scheme is tremendous. But I think they slow him down just enough and are able to move the ball, not at will, but almost, on the Chiefs. Bam. Winners. Frisco Niners. Bingo. I like it.
2: The Super Bowl always tends to zig when everybody thinks it's going to zag, and everybody's talking about, oh, this is such a great game. You could flip a coin. You have no idea who's going to win. It's going to be such a close game with a lot of scoring. It's going to be great. Chiefs are going to blow the Niners out of the way. Whoa! The Niners, listen, the Niners are going to be, the stage is going to be a little too big for the Niners. The lights are going to be a little too bright. Andy Reid, he's been there. He's done that before. He knows exactly (laughs) how to prepare his team, and he's going to learn from his mistakes. He lost the last time, but the Patriots probably cheated to beat him, so you can't really uh, discount that uh, fact. Give me Andy Reid. Give me the Chiefs. They're going to blow the Niners out. It's going to be easy money. Bet the Chiefs. Actually, buy that line up to like 12, 15 if you want to because it's going to be a bloodbath. (laughs) Now you go the
1: other way, dude. 49ers in the points, and you take that over on the 54, you're going to be coming home with some money. The
2: over for sure, but the over Chiefs because the Chiefs are going to slaughter this team. It's going to suck. It's going to be a terrible Super Bowl. I don't know why everybody's so excited about it. It's going to be boring. (laughs) It's now time
0: for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. (laughs) Day, day, day. I don't know if there was some kind of security breach or what, or maybe it's because half the damn company got fired, but our iHeart emails, if I log in now to our iHeart email address, Uh. I have to click a button where a code is sent to my phone, texted to me, I then got to enter the damn code into the internet, whether I'm on a desktop, whether I'm on my laptop, whether I'm on my phone. And let me tell you, it's the least convenient thing of all time. It's like opening a condom before having sex. I mean, kids, yes, use condoms, please. But it really does slow down the proceedings. I want to get right to the sex. I want to get right to my email. I need my email sometimes in a moment's notice. I don't have time to click the button and then get the numbers and then type the numbers in wrong every single damn time and then figure it out from there. It is the worst thing ever. Ever. And you know what? Sometimes technology goes too far. Bam, technology too far. peeny in my ass.
2: Are you sure it's not an out-of-state thing? Maybe we're just down here in Miami, so we have to like log in at sexual security measures that way because we're not in Pittsburgh? It's
0: a very good question.
1: It's <laughs> a great question, <laughs> actually. Case, my God, yeah. look at you. I think good it's question.
2: geo-tracking where you're uh, wi- connected to the Wi-Fi Geo- and it's saying, oh, it's in Miami. And they're like, this might not be Crowley because we're used to Crowley logging in from Pittsburgh. So we better do some extra rounds of security to make sure no one hacks into the Crowmans either.
0: Yeah, you got geo-fenced. I was on my phone for like 15 minutes this morning trying to do the same thing with my credit card because I'm spending things left and right, (laughs) money left and right. They're like, are you in Miami? they wouldn't let me buy any more drinks last night. I thought it was just because I was hammered. Nope. Credit card dead. See ya. (laughs) Goodbye. Someone stole it. Took it to Miami. (laughs) That was the hottest take of the day. It is now time for Other Crap, which is where we go around in a circle on Radio Row, and we talk about things we haven't yet talked about on today's radio program. Woo! Other Crap
2: scientists have created a bionic jellyfish that's going to explore the oceans and help us get a better understanding of it and guys here's a little fun fact for you we know less about the bottom of the ocean than we do about the surface of the moon isn't that insane that is insane so bionic jellyfish is going to help map that sucker out for us a little bit and then when we're done we might send some jellyfish up to the moon and finish that thing off
1: if this jellyfish bites you and you pee on it well it still cure it. It short circuits if you pee on this jellyfish. It's, not di- it's a on bionic the jellyfish, jellyfish. If the bionic jellyfish bites Although, me, can I still pee on it? If it's in the water,
2: I don't know why you can't pee on it and not short circuit. I don't want to pee the on the water, jellyfish. So I, I want to pee on my I, leg I think it would be fine. if it bites me. But pee has different consistency from the ocean
1: water. Oh no, There's
2: still a fair bit of salt, I think, in both of them. I don't. You know what? I'm confused. Can you pee on this jellyfish or not? These are questions for someone more qualified like Elon Musk. I can't answer. Woo!
0: Other crap.
1: Well, guys, there's a new thing coming out from a company called Winks for Days, and it's meant for parents to get their kids motivated. And by kids, they're adult kids in their 20s and early 30s. These are things called adulting badges. And they give you things like, you know, you pay your bills on time. (laughs) You get a badge. Like, you make it a couple months to you pay your bill, parents throw you a patch. Like, you're in the damn blows. And you know what? You do blow. Because you need to grow up. You know what your reward for paying your bills is? The roof over your freaking head. The food in your freaking refrigerator and the gas in your car. Get over yourself, people. I'd like a badge, it.
0: Ridiculous. Honestly. I actually heard this is how uh, Lemieux got Crosby out of his house.
2: Started giving him like merit badges for all the things that he would do. Hey, I put a big C
0: on his shirt. Oh, it's terrible. Was so bad. Oh, it was oh, good at first and oh, made worse. Oh, well, it was not good at first. Oh. And it was
2: made really, really.
0: Bad. Oh, Mr. P on jellyfish. Other crap. Jason Kander, he is verified on Twitter. He writes for something in Kansas City, and he put this up today. A few weeks back, Patrick Mahomes and his girlfriend were having dinner at a pizza place near their home in Kansas City. Everyone there recognized them, but nobody bothered them. On the way out the door, Patrick Mahomes, he turns, faces the entire restaurant, and says, Thank you so much for letting us enjoy our dinner. This is why I love Kansas City. You guys are awesome. Walks out the door everybody's meal in the entire place paid for. Did the same thing at Ruby Tuesdays earlier this week. He's a class act, that Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> wow. Pay for everybody's bill. You know who did that all the time in Pittsburgh for real? was Troy Polamalu. Like he yeah. did it all the time. They should all do that. Like that's yeah, a, you, you want make people that, to yeah. like you. Yeah,
1: If you're playing football in a city or for any team for that matter, you do nice things when you're out, whether you mean it or not. Just do it. Pay it forward.
0: Thanks for that contribution. (laughs) It's now time for the three stars of the show.
1: Third back off, Tom. Star. With tonight's third star, shirtless Tom's Dinner with Mahomes.
2: We met Patrick Mahomes at Ruby Tuesdays down here at like 3 in the morning yesterday. We had a couple steaks, put some ketchup on the steaks. It was great. And he's telling me he really wants to win this game. Mm. That's what he said to me. He said, That's good I analysis. really want to win this game. So you got to think Patrick Mahomes is going to be hungry. And i got to be honest with you, I haven't heard from Jimmy G this week. He hasn't met up with me at all, so I can't speak the same with him. He might not want to win this game. What did Patrick Mahomes eat with you? I just told you. We got steaks. We put a cup of ketchup on the steaks, a little asparagus on the side, some garlic mashed potatoes, cheesecake for dessert. It huh. was a great time.
0: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes at a Ruby Tuesday. I don't believe you.
2: You don't think it was Patrick Mahomes?
0: No, I think it was another guy.
2: No, it's Patrick Mahomes. He was wearing a jersey, which I thought was weird at the Ruby Tuesday. but I- I'm pretty sure it was Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be walking around wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey. <laughs> what, who else would be wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey in
2: the middle of Miami? Uh, none other than Patrick Mahomes. He's playing a Zoomer. He wants everybody to know who he is.
1: I mean, he makes a little sense, because of course Patrick Mahomes <laughs> <laughs> yes. would be wearing a jersey. I'm not, try- not trying to help, but I mean, it, there's a little bit of sense there. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad for defending him on that.
0: Yeah, uh, I, uh, Another star. I don't like being gangbang like that. Or ganged up on like that. Second Whoa. star.
1: <laughs> With tonight, second star doing sports radio like sports radio does sports radio. It is a jam-packed show. I am obligated to say that on Radio Row. Yeah, you yeah. have to say that. That guy's, his, his. this guy over here, his show is chock full of good Whoa. stuff. That guy over there and that guy, both of them were jam-packed. Wow, and the dude over there filled to the brim. Yeah, was he filled to the brim? I didn't hear that. Oh.
0: His show filled to the brim. We are jam-packed. You got a packed
1: show over there, but we're going to do it better than everybody else. Yeah, I hope so. We need some can't-miss things, too, because that guy, like, three tables up, he's got a bunch of can't-miss segments. Like, all day long, I'm like it's can't-miss segment coming up next. Well, we've got some appointment listening coming on this show. Oh, you ripped that off from that dude over there. I did. <laughs> this next star, appointment listening. It very much is. It is chock full of good stuff, and with tonight's first star, ugly people invading Miami.
0: I think Miami has the best-looking people on the face of the earth.
1: Oh, you ain't kidding.
0: You walk around, man, and the locals, the men, the women, the number of people walking around with body parts exposed, yes, both the men and the women... And then what happens this week is you just drop all of bald, fat, white America in the heart of what is the most beautiful part of the country in terms
1: of the people. And it is a dynamic unlike anywhere else in the world at this given time. If you came here and didn't know what was going on, you'd be like an alien race landed. Seriously? You'd be like, There's something happened here. You know,
2: you guys said I didn't do any work this week. I'm three for three on stars in the day, so I. I've don't think you're uh, being incredibly accurate with uh, your description of my commitment to the show. You are
0: a really good quality shooter. You will make the most of your opportunities. You're not a volume shooter. I've always liked that about you. Week. I've liked that about you. But you know what? you got to take more opportunities. And we've been very disappointed with your output. I'm happy yeah. for you. I know you wanted to get down here and have a good time. But for the love of Christ, I, I, next time, next yeah. year, ooh, I had
1: like a little AB vibe. Like I was like, I didn't know if he was going to show wow. up for practice. Not show Glitter. up when he did show up. It was only for a little bit. Had something else to do. I'm to you know it. where AB's from, right?
0: Yeah, it's Miami. You told us yesterday, and you I t- did? You, t- you told us in the same exact fashion yesterday, as if no one would possibly know where Antonio Brown's from. Well,
2: look, me and Captain Jim missed you guys on the dolphin uh, swimming with dolphins boat earlier today, so maybe you guys should have shown up. Okay, so who let the
0: dolphins? That's gonna do it for Miami. Damn it! The for the listener, not for us. You stupid dillhole. We are going to the Gronk thing <laughs> tomorrow. Yes. So just hold your horses. We're done for the people in Pittsburgh. We're still gonna have our fun. Big old game on Sunday, but pens and flyers, pens and caps, a whole crap load of stuff to talk about. When we return on Monday, four o'clock until seven, we're gonna be exhausted. We're gonna be tired. We're gonna be live from Miami again. We're doing it again. You will be to stay. Mark, you're not gonna be with us. Piss off. No more Tom on the radio. See you at the Super Bowl. The best hour of sports talk takes place every Friday from 6 till 7 p.m. with Adam Crowley in the Bud Light Happy Hour. Join Adam every Friday at the Carson City Saloon on the south side and wrap up the week of sports and enjoy a Bud Light. Didn't get to hear breaking sports stories? Don't worry. Adam has you covered with the Bud Light Happy Hour. and your long work week with Adam Crowley, the Carson City Saloon, and the Bud Light Happy Hour. Keep it crisp with Bud Light. I drank a thing called a floating Cuban yesterday. Yeah. And let me tell you. It effed my day up. It was disgusting, but I felt unreal afterward.
1: Right, Floating to, Cuban. Yeah, when, they, when that guy was like, hey, uh, you want one of these? And I l- actually looked out to the harbor. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> this is where Steelers Nation plants its flag. Your
1: home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done, obviously.